2: And good Saturday morning from St. Hubert's Cathedral, Alabama studio. Well, why are we here in coastal Alabama? Well, it's because it's the Youth Dove Hunt Day in Fairhope. And with me to join me on the hunt as a co-host of the show this morning is our super sportsman nephew, Drew Dubuque. We'll find out what fishing and hunting reports he's got for us. Good morning, Drew. Good to have you here.
3: Good morning.
2: <clears throat> Are you impressed with the studio over here? I love it. <laughs> All right. We'll get to some more of what he's been doing this past summer and how he dealt with the, these hot, dry temperatures and weather conditions. Well, we got lots of other reports from our pro staff of field reporters. Also, you got your hunting and fishing reports, uh, your comments, your questions. All of that is welcomed on our talk line and text line, which is 504-260-1870. Now, today is Election Day in Louisiana, and if you haven't decided on a gubernatorial candidate and want to know their plans regarding fishing and hunting issues like the, the pogey boat issue and others uh, before you vote today, visit CCALouisiana.com. You're going to find a five-part Q&A report Each of the candidates were asked their opinions and plans to deal with five very important issues to sportsmen, and you can read their responses before you pull the lever. Well, this week's Red Snapper report indicates there's still plenty of them out there for the taking if these offshore winds ever lay down. And also, uh, you know, there's lots of people going to be heading out to work on their duck blinds and in the deer stands. That's open for the archery right now, some of it with the gun. Uh, there hadn't been as much pressure on those red snappers you get in the spring and summer. But if you do go red snapper fishing, don't do what this week's bad boy, the outdoors, did. I'll tell you about the case of the over-under angler. And if you are headed out this morning, here's your coastal marine forecast. Uh, winds offshore, surprisingly, are going to be a little bit light. Northwest 5 to 15. I say light. 15 is not really that light. Two to three foot seas. Uh, For tomorrow, they're going to increase northwesterly 15 to 20 with 3 to 5-foot seas on the interior lakes and bays. Today, a northwest wind 10 to 15 with a light chop. And tomorrow, northwest wind 15 to 20 with a moderate chop. The tide range is about .6, and the Mississippi River 3.1 and steady. And if you haven't heard, there is some good news Uh, Mississippi River is retreating, and it looks like some of that uh, saltwater intrusion that's moving up the river and fouling up water systems uh, may not be as bad as what was originally forecast. Got a special guest going to join us today, too. Martha Spencer, Captain Martha. Been a while since you heard her on this radio show, and she's on her way to go elk hunting this morning, and she's going to talk about some of the fishing opportunities for you offshore. You know, she's a charter captain, operates out of Venice. And these fall months in October, November, and a little bit into December, some of the best times to get out there and catch some big tuna and swordfish. And uh, she'll tell you what that's all about and how she can, you can get in touch with her if you'd like to book one of those trips. All right, we also have a report from our freshwater field reporter, Jeff Brule. Jeff's on vacation. But he did uh, take the time to send us a little bit of a freshwater report, so we'll pass that along to you. Also, we'll be hearing from Captain Eric Mohabarak, the plastic man, Captain Ryan Lambert, as well as Daryl Carpenter and Grand Isle, our Born on the Bayou guy, Mike Gallo. And, of course, we started all off with Robbie Campo, and he will be heard next when we come back right after this three-minute pause where you are listening to, from coastal Alabama this morning, the outdoors with Don Dubuque
0: See store for details.
1: How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage get cox internet powered by fiber with america's fastest download speeds it's internet built for tomorrow today cox always building better cox internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection speeds vary and are not guaranteed cox terms and the restrictions may apply analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data fixed median download speeds usq3 2023
2: all right we are in coastal alabama this morning going to be heading over to fair hope this afternoon for the youth dove hunt with me is my super sportsman nephew, Drew Dubuque. Uh, Drew, you know uh, Mr. Robbie Campo down at Shell Beach. You go out of there once in a while, don't you? Yep. All right, we got him on the line. We're going to grill him for some fishing information. Hey, Robbie, good morning.
4: <laughs> hey, good morning, Don. i tell you what, uh, man, it's been, a, it's been a dynamite week down here, except that one day we had uh, a little bit of coastal flooding. But other than that, man, the fish, is, you know, it's October. Um, you know, I guess we all know that, but it's you know, what October means, it's time to go, man. It's it's been it's just been a dynamite week. Well, actually, the last couple, couple of weeks has been really, really good. Um, uh, you know, is anywhere, anywhere from Proctor's Point coming around through the you know, by front of Shell Beach here, going down to the eastern shoreline of Lake Barn, any any little bayou, any little drain that's dumping out, and you see birds, you see shrimp jumping. You need to stop there and try them. Um, it's been a it's been a, a, a big mixture of specks and whites, uh, white trout being caught. <clears throat> starting to see, you know, redfish picking up on the south side of the channel over here, going down towards going down towards the river. Nice, some nice lot reds being caught. Um, it, but all in all, uh, it's just been a phenomenal week of trout fishing around this area. There's no better time than to come now. This morning, uh, we were supposed to have this front come through. I think that's going to hold off until after lunch, uh, so you'll get the morning in for sure. Uh, But it should be a good morning of fishing. No reason to stay in the bed, get up, get moving, come on down here and come catch some of these fish.
2: One thing you forgot, Robbie, those uh, brutal temperatures have dropped, and it's much more comfortable out there to fish, and that's a big part of it.
4: I tell you, Don, I love it. It's in the 60s. Um, <laughs> you know, with that with that rain that we had last week, ball we got a we got an outbreak of mosquitoes down here. Jesus, God, it's <laughs> terrible. But yeah, the mosquitoes are out. But nevertheless, the fish are biting, and it only and they only stay they only going to be like bad, bad like this till you know right after daylight. But after daylight, you don't see another mosquito. But you know, come on down. You don't have to wait. You don't have to get here. One thing about this time of year, now, you don't have to get here early. You can come down here, you know, after daylight, and still get your fish caught, and be home, you know, at a reasonable time. Uh, you can catch LSU. You can, you know, if you want to wait till tomorrow, you could, you could, you could still probably come down here and catch a fish. Even though I think the wind's going to blow, um, that Stump Lagoon area is starting to pick up. I think after this front right passes through here uh, today and tomorrow, uh, next week I think Lake Eugene, that Lake Eugene area, that stuff, all that area back there, Muscle Bay area, that ought to be on fire after this um, after this front passes through. Usually it takes, you know, two good fronts before two fronts before that starts to happen, and you know, and they started catching some fish back there, but it's just going to get better. Robbie, what is it about that
2: stump lagoon area? You know, that's kind of the <clears throat> signal for when the transition is full on, when you start picking up a lot of trout. Why are they attracted to that stump lagoon and that peat right behind it?
4: Well, you know, Don, I, I think it's it's it has to do a lot with it. it's the central marsh. Um, uh, you know, it's it's the, it's the heart of the of that Biloxi marsh area, um, and I, I think it has to do with the, you know with the bait situation that comes out of uh, out of Muscle Bay, Crooked Bayou area. Um, it's, you know, it's a, it's a dynamite spot where, you know, all these lagoons back there from back at Goose Flat and Johnson Bayou, everything drains and dumps out into that, into that Lake Eugene area. So, um, that or Bob's Lakes. So, you know, you got, I mean, that's the heart of that marsh, Don. So, um, I, I think everything comes in that area to feed. So, you know, outside of that crooked bayou area, um, at Lake Eugene, and you come out of the crooked bayou right in the mouth of that Lake Eugene, man, that's that's just been a dynamite fishing spot for hundreds of years. <laughs> so yeah, really. For just, decades. That spot is that spot is just is just known for holding fish. So uh and, and nothing changes with that. So it's I mean it's just mm-hmm. a great spot. Uh, and I, but I think it's just where it's centrally located in that marsh.
2: Well, you can certainly direct people there. It's pretty easy to find if you want to find out where that area is we're talking about. Check with Robbie before you head out. Uh, Robbie, I want to remind people fishing down there? You know, today's the last day for flounder for a while. The flounder go uh, zero limit tomorrow.
4: <clears throat> yeah. Uh, well, I was going to bring that up. Um, it's going to it's going to be from uh, tomorrow the fifteenth uh, up until. Uh, the thirtieth, I believe, of November. No, no flounders. And now is the time when you usually start catching a few. So, but they look—they took a big lick uh, during BP. I thought they were going to be extinct. they started to come back. So maybe, maybe this might be a good thing to let them, you know, uh, go out, lay their eggs and do their thing and make a few more flounders. And hopefully, hopefully, one day this will be lifted.
2: Robbie, i got one more question for you. You talked about the mosquitoes are back. Where have they been? Where do they go when they have a drought? You know, they don't dry up and die. They go somewhere, but they're back.
4: Well, um, I, science says, no, well, this is going to science, not me. <laughs> this is going to science. I'm no scientist, All i can tell you. They say that that larvae will just stay dormant for years until it gets rained on. And then once it gets rained on, and, and then they then they come out. But uh, they said that that you know, that larvae could stay dormant for 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 ten years or whatever. But um, and and they said science has proven this. But I don't know that. All I can tell you is we haven't had mosquito one until yeah. we got this little bit of rainfall, and now the mosquitoes are everywhere. So I like uh, zombies. But yeah, yeah right. they just yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So we've got a little mosquito apocalypse going on right All right. Well, we can put up with that given the other good
2: conditions we've had, uh, you know, recently, and it all looks good for the next several months. Robbie, thanks for the report. Right. As always, uh, we're going to tell them, hook the left after they cross the bridge and go see you. How's the food on, truck man. doing down there this morning? What's
4: he got oh, on special? Is, look, man, Tiwis is up rolling this morning. They're over there making their sausage jig and Cheese biscuit and uh, bacon egg and cheese biscuits, burritos. They got they they are they are full running over there right now. So they got people standing in line over there right now. So come on down. Drew wants Drew biscuits.
2: wants to know if they deliver. Do they deliver?
4: <laughs> no, they don't deliver. But <laughs> they might, but but where you, you need, can them. definitely walk there and get you one. There you go,
2: Robbie. Thanks again. We'll see you next week, buddy. All right, buddy. All right. Bye bye. There he goes, Robbie Campo. All right, we come back. We're going to find out what Drew Dubuque's been doing uh, this summer and lately in his hunting and fishing adventures. Your reports, too, at 504-260-1870. And our freshwater report. From our freshwater guy, Jeff Brule. All that's next on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network.
1: Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Oh, heaven. Wait, is
4: it getting warm in here?
3: Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived.
5: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois.
2: All right. Normally, this time of the morning, we talk with uh, Jeff. Brewer. Drew, you know Jeff, huh? Yep. He did some a favor for you guys, didn't he? Paying big Paid off favor. big time too. Tell us about it.
3: Tied me some flies for I was fly fishing off our dock for the Star Rodeo.
2: And what happened?
3: Got lucky. Call, called caught me a big one.
2: Yeah, but what about the one your dad caught?
3: <laughs> we were all kept ca- We were catching them nonstop. But one morning he, I was tired. He went out there, caught one. Next morning, told me about it. I was like, no nah wait. Went and waited for the star. Came first, and now won that star division.
2: Yeah, first place in the star division for the fly fishing for speckle trial We're gonna talk more about that too, because we had a. A, a listener wanted to get some uh, details on fly fish—not fly fishing, but fishing under the lights—and you got a lot of experience at that, so I'm gonna let you handle that. But first, I want to get the Jeff's report. Now, Jeff's reports are brought to you by Pure Fishing, Mercury, makers of Berkeley products and distributors of lots of others, including the Penn line of fishing reels, uh, including that Slam of Four spinning reel by Penn. It's the ultimate workhorse reel. They've taken it to a new level, featuring a lot of improvements to its dura drag system. Got that 8 plus 1 bearings and a line roller that's really sealed well to repel the salt water. You can check it out. It's called the Slammer 4 or Slammer IV by Penn, a product of pure fishing. Well, before Jeff took off a vacation, he told me that the Red River, that's where they held last weekend's Bass Federation semi tournament, was held out of pool number 3 in Natchitoches. Uh, the reports were they were catching numbers, but eight pounds a day was uh, a pretty good stringer, which normally years ago that would have not been very much to write home about. But Louisiana did defeat Texas in the event. Uh, river was on the rise because they had some rain up in Texas, so it was a struggle. Overall, Pool 3-5 on the red has been uh, seen a decline in the fish size over the recent years. A lot of the backwater spots are silted in with years of High water on that river, and hopefully the river can rebound. Uh, he also gave us a little info on Venice. He says the overall, the fishing is pretty hard for, for the bass. Uh, they are catching a few, but a few reports he's getting are uh, not very good. Saltwater, that's the blames, coming up the river and impacting where the bass normally hold. Uh, the spots downriver are good, like Loomis and Dennis Passes. Uh, Delta Duck is another spot holding fresh water. Uh, River is uh, low, so no improvements on the saltwater versus freshwater situation, although there is some recent good news that says it is starting to retreat on the upper reaches of where that salt is, and I think you can thank the sills that were put in for that. Uh, Jeff suggests you stick to the main passes on the river, and you might want to look for freshwater ponds that have some grass and clean water. He also says that shrimp patterns are key if you're going to be fishing all those Bayous and rivers that empty into Lake Pontchartrain like Bayou Liberty, Bayou Lacombe, the Lower Pearl River. Good places to try for those marsh bass. And he suggests tightlining a Berkeley rattling shrimp on the shoreline grass bed. You catch plenty of fish. He also wants to remind everybody those marsh bass are like 10 inches long, but they're a lot of fun to catch. And uh, he's also got an update on the Lock 1 launch on the Pearl River Canal. Uh, The old launch is still open, but there's a lot of work on the new launch. As soon as it's completed, they're shutting down the old launch and switching everyone to the new one. I was up there about, oh, I'd say a month ago, and the work was underway, and it's it's coming along, and it's going to be a whole lot nicer if you like to fish up there in the locks. All right, that's Jeff's report. We thank him for that. Uh, Drew, we had a text message that came in, and we had a listener that said he's going to be fishing on the Fowl River at night. I don't know if he's out there now uh outside of mobile or he's going to be there tomorrow night but he want to know about recommending some baits for fishing under green lights you do a lot of under the light fishing at your camp on lake catherine uh every area might be a little bit different but generally what what baits are the best to use if you're fishing under lights
3: just for me i like to use small baits I like to use tandems two baits uh ones i find are best or eight the h and h's come already together these glow they glow green if you put them in the light before you cast them and they're pretty durable and i like those or any other small bait that looks like a little glass minnow or anything like that really works
2: and how do you rig it up Do you fishing under a cork shallow deep top water just it on the bottom how do you fish it
3: most of them are not really that heavy just cast it and real slowly let it pop it up and down middle
2: mm-hmm. and what do you look for do you like to fish at the edge of the lights where it's kind of You know, where the fish are a little bit further out or directly under the bright light right off the pier?
3: I think it just depends, but it don't really matter for where I fish. Yeah. Throw wherever.
2: Yeah. How's it been over there this year with the high saltwater content? We've
3: been catching fish, but we've been just destroying the shrimp off the dock. It's been insane.
2: That's pretty nice. What size are those shrimp?
3: Oh, they're all pretty good.
2: Yeah, that's nice when you can walk out on your dock and catch some fresh shrimp to fry or boil.
3: Yep. You're a pretty good cook, too. Huh? What's your favorite shrimp recipe? Lately I've been hitting this boom-boom shrimp with some sauce on it. Boom-boom? That's kind of like bang-bang? Same thing. I <laughs> got
2: gotcha. All right, that's Drew Dubuque. You want to talk with him? Text us a message, 504 260 He Got some more texts. We'll be back to get to those right after we pause on this three-minute break on the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, if you're just tuning in, we're broadcasting from our South Alabama studios of St. Hubert's Cathedral, myself and my nephew, uh, Drew Dubuque, and we're going to be doing a youth dove hunt a little bit later on this afternoon in Fair Hope, and hopefully the birds will fly for us. Uh, Drew, uh, you did any rat, red snapper fishing this year? Not yet. Well, that's one thing you missed, about the yeah. only thing you missed. huh? <laughs> a lot of fun you can get to them. Well, there's plenty of time to get out there because... Uh, We're only at 83.2% of the Louisiana recreational allocation, which was uh, almost a million pounds, 934,000-plus. It's been moving kind of slowly, if you've been keeping up with our reports, over the last few weeks. And that's because uh, access to them, the winds have kept people from getting out. And also people have other things to do. Uh, There's this game called football that a lot of people participate in as spectators. And then there's also hunting that goes on, and a lot of people uh, don't take the boats out this time of year. But if you want to get out and get you some of those beautiful red snapper, do it. And a little bit later on, we're going to be telling you the story of how not to do it with our bad boy of the outdoors. All right, we're going to take a quick uh, 10-second pause for our stations to identify, and we'll be right back with some of your text messages and also an important message about an upcoming fishing rodeo next week. We'll be back to do that right after we let our local stations identify themselves on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Drew, we have a rodeo coming up in your territory uh, next week, the Venetian Isles 8th Annual Fishing Rodeo, going to be October 20th through 22nd. It headquarters at Lake Catherine Island Marina on Chef Highway. Three divisions, 9 and under, 10 to 15. That's where you qualify as a junior, adults 16 and older. Speckled trout, sheephead, bass, redfish under 27. Also a category for over 27, biggest fish and alligator gar categories. And for the kids 9 and under, catfish, croaker, and any trout, some of those dock and bank species. Uh, stop by Lake Catherine. You can get one of these applications I'm holding, or you can uh, give Dean Marulo a call at 504-909-9487. Now, have you won any uh, trophies in, in that one before? Yes, sir. Yeah, I thought you did. Um, you fishing it this year? You're going to be hopefully. Busy? Oh, okay. If you're not doing anything else, huh? All right. Yep. <laughs> Good luck to everybody in the Venetian Isles Eighth Annual Fishing Rodeo. Uh, we also have the Louisiana Wildfowl. Festival coming up. This is put on by the Louisiana Wildfowl Carvers and Collectors Guild. What a beautiful uh, arts and craft exhibit this is. Uh, You know, decoy carving, at one time, Drew, before plastic, uh, you had to carve your own decoys out of Cypress, and people painted them, and it became an art form later on, and now they're collectibles worth thousands and thousands of dollars and then the, the art of carving decoys is kind of coming back have you ever thought about doing that No. well you ought to maybe look into it i don't know you're at an age where you're too fidget it, you got to have a lot of patience that's why i've <laughs> never done it but it's a, a wonderful art you can actually see them carve the decoys and they have an auction and a very special guest a 18 time world champion carver Pat Godin is going to be there at the event, and it's going to be October 28th and 29th. It's in two weeks at the Casteen Center in Mandeville's Pelican Park. Great facility, uh, free parking. And we're going to be hearing from Gene Bear and Emile Broussard, a couple of the organizers uh a little bit later on in the month, and we'll talk to them and get the rundown on how that one is shaping up. All right, taking a look at some of your text messages that are coming in. Let's see. Let me find out where we left off here. we got the mad trucker checking in. Uh, Lafitte LT, he's in Orlando, Florida, for the granddaughter's gymnastics. Uh, but his son-in-law, his nephew, and a friend are going to sneak out of Cocoa Beach this morning for an offshore adventure. Uh, Thank God for wonderful family and friends. Thanks for the app. We can listen anywhere we go. Well, Thanks for being a regular listener, LT. We appreciate that. Uh, we got the Backstrap Stacker checking in from Clark County. He's not too far from us in Alabama this morning. Bow season opens up today uh, in in Alabama, the little Backstrap Stacker. The little guy is headed out to try his luck. Y'all have a great morning. Now, you went bow hunting uh, last weekend. How'd that work out?
3: Um, we sat for a while. I didn't shoot one, but my cousin did a nice doe.
2: Yeah, crossbow. Uh, he was I, You were using a crossbow. Yes, sir.
3: I was using a crossbow. Hit.
2: Comp- what do you figure the your range is? Maximum range using a crossbow. What would, what shot would you take?
3: Mine was set for thirty, but uh, I think it just depends on your confidence what you.
2: Yeah, and then you know where. What's in the way and the angle and that type of thing and how bad you want that
3: to be. Right, right.
2: All right. Uh, Let's see. we got this one. uh, Wishing best of luck to the kayakers this morning in Plaquemines Parish. May the winds be calm and the flounder plentiful. Yeah, we got that uh, tournament going on. We'll talk to Captain Eric about that a little bit later on. Also wishing us uh, luck with the dove hunt. That's from our regular listener, Smokey. Uh, we're hearing from the Wingbone. He's wishing us luck, and also Martha on her elk hunt. We'll be talking to Martha in just a little bit, so stay tuned for that if you want to hear about some tuna and offshore fishing. Uh, David Hubble, another one of our Alabama listeners, he says, Welcome back, Don and Drew. Hope you all have a great hunt, and he hopes LSU has a great hunt this evening. Watch how you, you're in enemy territory here. You know, uh, one of our stations, our affiliate stations, talk 1065 is the station for the uh, Auburn – Tigers. Are they tigers or war eagles this week? I don't know. We'll find out. All right. We got uh, Jeff Laborde, our trucking friend. He's, uh, he's passing through Mobile, headed to Texas. And we got a cold and rainy hello coming to us from Ohio. These cold tears wipe the leaves from their trees. Stay well, y'all. Uh, oh, and this one's commenting on your voice. The worm, Drew. He says your voice has gotten a little deeper since the last time he heard you. Uh, the worm, he's a very perceptive guy. All right, uh, let's see. Kids had a blast last weekend. Baby girl really liked the hunt. Have to work this weekend. Uh, but uh, has the show on in the shop. That's from another friend over here in the Mobile area, Irish Coonass. All right, you want to get a text in, it's 504-260-1870. Questions, comments for us, we got them. And when we come back from this, we're going to check in with Mitch Jurisic down at the Delta Marina. Hadn't talked to him in a while. Uh, He'll catch us up on what's going on down there this weekend. Stay tuned. You're listening to The Outdoors with Don and Drew Dubuque on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And let's say good morning to Mitch jurasic He's down at the Delta Marina and he's got a little bit of an update on what's been going on there. Mitch it's been a while since we talked. What's been the latest happening there besides saltwater threatening your water supply? But I understand there's some good news on the horizon about that.
5: Yes, Don. Uh no, we've been uh we've been having some really good good reports coming in. You know, it's October, it's that time of year and uh and the fishermen are coming in, they're having some great reports. Uh, a good friend of mine went out yesterday by himself just to go test the waters for October, and he came in with his limit of trout, uh, all between 18 and 22 inches, and a limit of reds. He said it was just a fantastic day, one of the best days fishing he's had, he thinks, in his life, and he's been fishing all his life. So it's looking really good. You know, I think uh, I think with this fall, you know, we're getting this little bit of cool weather earlier than normal now. Thank goodness, uh, because usually October is still a warm month, but it looks like things are transitioning a little earlier, and the fish are starting to stack up in their kind of fall fall the winter spots, and uh, looking looking real good. And then we got the big uh, kayak tournament here today, going on the fall and tide. They're taking off as we speak. As we speak right now, they're, they're heading all over the marshes. They'll be They'll be out there. I hope they stay kind of close, though, because later on that wind's supposed to pick up.
2: Yep, and uh, today's the last day on the flounder, and they got that one in because that's that combination for a red trout and a flounder. We'll talk more about that to Eric Mohabarak. Mitch, you've you got one of the best bait tanks, if not the best bait tanks, in Plaquemines Parish. How has this saltwater affecting your shrimp? Has it been easier to catch them, easier to keep them?
5: Well it's yeah we've we've been having very good success with our shrimp tanks, you know we always we take good care of them the live bait is really healthy and everything, and not only, and then we got our two uh two live bait guys that you know, as soon as we run low, they run out and catch and and they've just been very easy to catch this uh year. The shrimp are really thick, I mean, no you know with the market being like it is for them poor guys and everything, they can only harvest so much before they have to wait you know. So the stripper right there, they get right out the right out the right here, make a couple of couple of shoves, and come in and fill our tanks back up. So we're very fortunate to have to have you know a lot of live bait on hand, and and it's really nice too. The, the stripper perfect size, and yeah, they hold up. And with this cooler weather, of course, they're going to hold up a little better as well. <clears throat> You know, Mitch, you,
2: you got to kind of pick your days. Now we're getting into the time where every, you know, five to seven days we're going to have fronts moving through, and while the fronts just coming and right after it the winds are high. But after that, it's very nice behind it, and it's good to get offshore, and we've got plenty of snappers still available. Any of the, the snapper charter boats out of your marina still operating, Cougar and those guys?
5: Yeah, Cougar's cool still operating, but, you know, everybody anticipated the season being closed by now, so the trips have slowed down a lot. And, you know, so the snapper really started stacking And this is a time of year when they start moving closer inshore again, too. So, getting a little easy to catch now. In the Cobia, you know, of course, this is their fall run right now. So, if you get out there to close in rigs, and they're starting to migrate again. So, you know, they're stacking up. I had a few guys yesterday said, man, we got broke off. It looked like sharks. And by the time we got them to the boat, they were they were lemonfish. I said, yep. I said, you, don't ever be fooled. You know, be, be, beware because they look a lot alike and, and, you know, so they, they're, they're still, they're still in West Delta right here, moving, moving their way back. And of course we're fixing to get into the, you know, the tuna time too. I mean, the tuna's starting to stack up close in the blue water has been in really close, you know, with this low river and everything. I mean, it's just, it's just been, you know, of course for us in Plaquemines Parish, it's been a nightmare, but, but one good thing though, is our water system is up and running good. You know, our, our salt, Levels are really low. We, we're we're able to, our raw product coming out of our plants is potable is, is now and drinkable. So, so we're in good shape for now. I mean, we're going to be dealing with this crisis, you know, throughout, I think, throughout January, you know, till we get that snow, snow melt and rainfall and stuff. But at least it looks like for the, you know, they're going to be spared for, for at least
2: another month or so. Yeah, we well, all been able to manage it for sure. Uh, one last thing, Mitch. Those kayakers from pedaling and paddling—they're gonna be hungry when they come back. What you got for them at the Ponderosa uh, well, Restaurant atop well, the is, marina? There. Let
5: me let me give let me give you some good news to all our fishermen. Come down a little early because Monday through Saturday we're now serving breakfast from 4 a.m. to 9 9 a.m. Oh, great. Uh, and it's it's really good. That's where I'm at right now. Actually, I was sitting next to my man Pam, Japan who works here for me. Been working since the just before I bought the place, and and we were having breakfast together as you called. I mean, I've been here every morning since we started breakfast. It's uh, it's a pleasant, you know, pleasant little place to hang out. We get more and more people coming, and of course, our regular menu, you know, is is off the charts. We have uh, you know, our, our chefs in the kitchen are always preparing something something special. So we, you know, we have our charbroil oysters, and this is oyster season now, so. That those sales are picking up, and you know all the best seafood right here off the water. We get our local caught shrimp now, which is really great. Uh, and you know everything else. I mean, the steak, seafood, hamburgers, whatever you want. When you come in, if you're hungry, don't 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 pass up the Ponderosa for sure. All right, sounds
2: good, Mitch. Look like we're moving ahead to a nice fall and winter season. And thanks for the update. We really appreciate it. And we'll catch up with you next time.
5: And we're getting ready for some duck hunting and some deer hunting as well. I'm all in. I'm all in you with, with you, you there. <laughs> all right.
2: See you, all Mitch. Right. You have a great one. All right. Have all a great righty. day. Drew, you do much
3: kayak fishing? Not really. You
2: need to. Why not? I'm not takes too long to get there,
3: huh? Yep. <laughs> you
2: can't wait. All right, when we come back after this, we're going to check out what's going on on the island. Grand Isle, Daryl Carpenter, com. His report's next, right here on the outdoors with Don and Drew Dubuque. All right, if you're headed down to Grand Isle and wondering what you will encounter, Captain Darrell Carpenter can help you uh, get a little bit of an edge on it. Captain Daryl, what's going on on the island this weekend? Darrell, you with us?
4: Oh, hey! Uh, there we go. <laughs> Wake up, <David. laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, fat fingers and wrong buttons. Uh, oh, I understand. Anyway, I understand. No, I don't. I don't know that. Uh, I don't know that there's any organized functions going on on the island this weekend. But as far as the fishing goes, down, now that that blow got out of here, it's it's just been on fire. Um, you know, starting from back before that little storm we had come through, it's been limits the last three trips. Um, the water, you know, we were worried about what we were gonna find after that blow. And um we found that spots and spots in the marsh have really good clean fishing water. Some of it is chewed up, some of it is real muddy. You just gotta keep traveling around until you find the cleaner water. Cleaner water was to the west yesterday. Uh dead calm this morning, so it should be spreading. But uh Man, every little canal, every little duck pond, everything that's got a little bit of water flowing through it has got just thousands and thousands of shrimp pouring out of it. And with those shrimp come the trout, it gangs them up. Uh, Now, yesterday we brought back our 50. We probably caught 350 until we got the 50 we wanted. Uh, White trout mixed in with them, Uh, all you want there. We kept maybe 15, 20 yesterday. Um, I'd tell you something that's becoming a nuisance is, um, the bull reds are so daggum thick that for the last three trips, a 16 inch class speckled trout coming to the boat, dancing on top. And all of a sudden the bull red comes up and swallows him. Uh, <laughs> then you, then you've got a good fight on your hands because a 16 inch trout turns into a 30 pound bull red, but it's been interesting and getting to be a little bit of a nuisance. They are thick and they are everywhere.
2: Well, yeah, that can be a good thing and a bad thing, and uh, that's the spawning class, and that's what we need. We just need to to move them up into that that slot zone. Darrell, you mentioned uh, catching a limit of trout and and struggling to get them because of the size. If they do go to a 15-per-person limit and a a 13-and-a-half minimum size, how is that going to
4: affect your trips? Oh, it's going to affect them greatly, especially in the fall. The early spring and the fall, the only thing, and, and I know the estuaries are different. I, I know that it's you know different scenario. But the only thing I have to relate it to is back in the what 70s and 80s when they stocked those Florida strain bass in the spillway and, and up the size limit for two years. You could fish, just couldn't bring anything home. Um, it's going to hit us in the early spring. It's going to hit us real hard in the fall. And you know if the if the scientists are right, they say it's going to take. Well, Jason Adrians has told me in two weeks a fish will grow an inch if he's got the right food, but I don't see that happening. So I think we're going to have a struggle for a year or two. You know, as far as keeping the numbers up, the the numbers we bring back, the numbers of fish we catch is going to explode, but how many of them you're going to bring back is going to wait and see what the environmental conditions are. If they grow fast, if we've got mild winters and a lot of food for them, they'll grow fast, but... Other night we're gonna have a struggle,
2: but you believe that within a couple of years it, it'll move them up and they'll they'll actually grow if they're not being harvested into that thirteen and a half and fifteen fish thirteen and a half and above shouldn't be too much of a problem but it might take a couple of years.
4: Yeah, well, my only life experience I have is the, is the, you know, is when they did the same thing to the bath in the spillway, and like I said, I know it's a different estuary and a different scenario, but. What it took about two years for all those Kentucky bass that they, or not the Kentucky, what the Florida strain that they put in there, it took it about two years before those bass grew into that into that slot, and you know that's really the only life experience that I have to relate it to. So I'm um, I'm thinking for a year or two that we're just going to have a little bit of an issue. Now I think it's going to be more for your everyday fishermen. I think if you've got very experienced fishermen that are that are that that can feel a bite, that can work a bait the way it needs to be worked, I think they'll probably have more luck because they can target those harder-to-catch, larger fish.
2: Yeah, that's an interesting perspective, that by changing the regulations, you would actually improve the skill of the fishermen. But I, I guess that's true. Well, Darrell, if somebody wants to get a hold of you and get in on some of this fall fishing, tell them how to get a hold of you.
4: Well, they can find me on your website at dontheoutdoorsguy.com. I've got Realscreamers.com, or you can just pick up the phone, 225-937-6288. All right.
2: There's other things to do on the island, too, and I'm sure you can tell them about that if they want to kind of make it a little bit of a multi-vocation besides fishing, doing a little bit of sightseeing and some historical stuff that's really neat down there.
4: Oh yeah, yeah. There's there's a few things that are keep you busy, uh, and and they've got some really good historical stuff that's going on. Uh, they're raising a lot of funds to try to rebuild the old or, or, uh, Olander Hotel. Uh, got it. So that's gonna be. And have a good one, Don. You too. We'll talk next week.
2: All right, we come back. Uh, Drew, we're going to find out what you've been doing, the successes you had this year. You're on a pretty good roll right now. Hopefully we continue that a little bit later on we participate in the dove hunt. Also going to talk to some captains named Mahabarak, Lambert, Gallo, and Spencer. All that's coming up, so stay right where you are, and you're on the outdoors with Don DeBue Radio Network.
0: Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses, starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black, with 60-month special financing, only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
1: The cat